This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um... Boys, put down your utensils. I want to talk to you about something real quick. If there's anything that you want to talk about, any kind of secrets, now's the time to put it on the table, okay? And if you tell me, we're not going to do that. This is Dirt and Sprague. I went to the petting zoo and I I let the goat like my brother. You know, honey, promise you wouldn't get mad, okay? They're just they're being honest. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. One time I put a firefly on my butt. Why? To make my farts glow. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. I touched myself to Drew Perry on the past right? God. Okay, that's enough. Stop, please. The Fan. Let me tell you what I want to do. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a Wednesday morning. Hope your mornings are going great. Talked about the Blazers at length in hour number two. If you want to go check out on the podcast, you can if you miss it earlier. Uh, I want to get to a couple of college football notes coming up bottom of the hour and then a sadder story here in a matter of moments. I'm having a really hard time this weekend, boys, and I'm wondering if you're in the same boat or if you disagree with me. Hmm. So every year, what we love about the NFL playoffs, it is that it surprises us and there's usually outcomes that you don't necessarily see coming. So, for example, last year, you had the 49ers with a sixth seed in the NFC, and they were a dropped interception away from going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Sixth seed in the NFC. Mm -hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals were the fourth seed in the AFC. Now, they won their division, yes, but at 10-7, and nobody saw that coming at the start of the postseason. And they were one play away, maybe, from winning the damn Super Bowl over the L.A. Rams. They beat Kansas City in Kansas City. You can go back essentially every year. You just scroll and look at the standings and say, oh, yeah, that team kind of came out of nowhere. Tampa, the year that Brady went and won the Super Bowl, they were the five seed. They had to win all three games on the road. I know that it was Brady, but still... I know I wasn't expecting that because they had looked lost at times that season. You had Tennessee in 2019 as the sixth seed, beat New England, and all of a sudden end up in the AFC Championship game. Teams go on runs, and it kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I said this earlier in the show, and it's a very dangerous spot to be in, and I need to, I need to like slap myself in the face and get out of it. Hmm. I like all the favorites this weekend. Okay. And I'm wondering if you are seeing somebody on the board – Outside of a top three seed in the AFC, so take Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, get them out of there. Uh, who are your top three seeds in the NFC? You got Philly, San Francisco, and Minnesota's the number three seed. Take them out of there. Is there a four through seven seed that you see going on a run this year? I Yeah, I have two. Who? Uh, I think the winner of Jacksonville and the Chargers beats Kansas City. What? 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 And what? I, I think the winner of Dallas or Tampa can beat Philly. <laughs> 
Wow, okay. I think both your one seeds could be eliminated next weekend. Holy ass, you kind of caught me off guard there. Um, I think the Giants could beat the Vikings this weekend. I love And I'm not talking what I'm saying like you know, like win a game or two and find themselves in an AFC or NFC title game. Yeah, if you told me Jacksonville or the Chargers get to the AFC championship game, I'm I'm not batting an eye. If you told me Tampa or Dallas gets to the AFC championship game, I'm not batting an eye. You don't have the feeling that I do then. That's good. I needed to hear this. Well, no, I I think it's I think it, you're, you're kind of right in the look through it. How do you feel? Oh, I like all the fa- so you like the Cowboys against the Bucks. I do like the Cowboys against the Bucks. Okay, and and I understand that that line's dropped a half point, but a lot of people want to ride the Bucks because it's Brady, right? Well, and you know Dallas I mean? has played like ass for a month. It feels like. Well, that's but that's why people <laughs> like the Bucks. I I don't want to get way over my skis on this though. We overthink this too much. We do. It's football. And football teaches us valuable lessons all the time. Dirt, if you told me right now, San Francisco gets past Seattle, the Giants get past Minnesota, and the Giants beat San Francisco, I'm not coming in Monday surprised. The, 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 I don't, the only surprise I think I would have this weekend, well, the two that I would largely say would surprise me are Baltimore and Miami. Okay, so Seattle beating San Francisco wouldn't surprise you? Ah. Uh, yeah, I guess you could throw that in there. Okay. But, I mean, and, and Miami and Baltimore, to be fair, they don't have their starting. Like, two is not going to play. At least he shouldn't play. Well, for the love of God. We still don't know. Don't play that guy. And Baltimore. Lamar's not playing. The spread would indicate Lamar's not playing. Vegas, I think, would give Baltimore more respect. I think we're going to see Huntley, and we might even see yeah. Anthony Brown. So the Duck quarterback could go from taking on Stanford to Joe Burrow. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Hey, they should have been in the playoff. Well, no, he, well, yeah, he was. No, that was the Herbert year. I was going to say that was almost a playoff game, Burrow versus the Ducks, if they don't lose to ASU later. Well, the year. yeah, that but that was the Herbert year, not the Anthony Brown. <laughs> and you would have got your ass kicked because hey, that was. Maybe you never place. know. You throw the records out the window when you play the LSU Tigers, greatest offense in college football <laughs> history. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I think the Chargers or Jags can beat Kansas City, and okay. I think ca- uh, the Cowboys or the Bucks can beat Philadelphia. Okay, Swag, do you f- do you agree with Sprague here? Or do- are you more on my? Are you having a hard time finding a lower seed that can go? No, I run? think uh, I think the Chargers are definitely a team. I think they're getting healthy, so if they got all their defender, it would certainly help if Mike Williams back uh, cooperates with them. Um, but yeah, if they if they are as healthy as they can be, they're certainly a team that I think. Because I I think they can score. Those Chiefs Charger games are always good. Yeah, They're always good. Whether yeah, it's they Kansas were both one score games LA. in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I I don't have too much faith in either the Cowboys or the Buccaneers that they can put two or three consistent full game efforts together that would require you to get to a conference. They they have done nothing during the season to demonstrate consistency that you need in the NFL playoffs or, or the one thing that's like, no matter what, this team can do that, and that alone is good enough to give them a chance to oh, win a ball game. So hmm. I, I think that's an interesting point you bring up because you're making me think back to last year because Dirt starts the segment with Cincinnati, right? Yeah. And Cincinnati being a possession away from winning the Super Bowl. Also a play away from losing to the Raiders in the wild card round. So my only pushback is and the Titans. <laughs> Dallas offensively is the best offense in football. When they don't give it to the other team. Well, no, but you said they don't do anything. Their offense would suggest that they do. They move the ball. They don't score. But I think this is the point of this of what his question is. You would you have said that you would have said that about Cincinnati last year? I know I probably would have, right? I I'd say Cincinnati has 
They're capable of scoring, but it's it's a little inconsistent. Defensively, I don't really know how much I trust them. And then they locked up Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City in the second half of a AFC Championship game and got three picks on Ryan Tannehill in the divisional round. I, I think that's what we think about the regular season. There are some games that we expect certain teams to win. But with with some of these teams, you, you have to like take a step back and ask yourself, can you see Dak in the offense humming for a couple weeks? I can. I don't like them, but I wouldn't be stunned. And Philadelphia is not playing as good as they once were. Hurts is hurt, and they're limping into the playoffs. They're kind of yeah, they're doing a little bit of limp. Now they got a bye week, so maybe that will help them. And and this will all be a moot point after divisional weekend. But I, I to swag to your point, I don't know if you would have said that about Cincinnati last year either. And wham, bam, thank you, man. And hell, the Forty Niners had to go to Dallas and win. They had to go to Green Bay and win, and they yep. were a dropped interception away from beating the Rams in the NFC title game. They were the sixth seed in the NFC last uh, year. People weren't feeling great about the Niners' chances no. in Green Bay in the snow. No, and they went in there, and it was a dogfight. It was an ugly game, and and they they did it. So they scored one touchdown on special teams, and they won the game. I'm not I'm not excited <laughs> to tell you I think the Bucks are going to the <laughs> NFC Championship game. That team sucks, but. Uh, yeah, I just I'm you know? I don't know why I, I I feel like there's times where too you 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 know in the back of your mind it's gonna happen like I know like somebody's gonna surprise and and, and I will just, they though maybe so, this maybe this is the year it's not there are occasional years of chalk in the in the NFL playoffs but I've been trying to rack my brain on that all week like I see your points on the Chargers and them getting healthy but they also just lost two key players that are now a little banged up and they're playing on a short week going on the road on a Saturday night. Yeah. I would love for the Chargers to go on a run. That's my biggest future ticket I got. I'm win a lot of money if the Chargers win a Super Bowl this year. Probably not going to happen. Uh, but it just there, there's also that aspect of when you haven't seen a team do it, this is kind of the Cincinnati angle from last year, it's hard to envision it. Like It's hard for me to envision Brandon Staley not being an idiot. It's hard for me to envision their defense not being a sieve against Patrick Mahomes. That's if they even beat Jacksonville in the first round of the playoffs, going on the road to Arrowhead and not giving up a late second touchdown to the best quarterback in the NFL like I've seen him do a million times. Cincinnati didn't change your thinking on or your stance no, on No, I'm that? saying they do. I'm just I'm having a hard time finding that team that I, that I can predict mm-hmm. and I can trust. And that's the beauty of the NFL. This is why we love the playoffs. Yeah. That you just you, you kind of throw your hands up and you don't really know. But I'm I keep going over the lines. Every time I look at them, I'm like, yeah, I think Dallas can win. I don't see Cincinnati losing to Baltimore. I know the Giants are a great story, but are we really trusting Daniel Jones to go on the road and win a playoff game? Yeah. I don't know if I'm there. I think I think they can beat the Vikings. <laughs> they damn I, near I beat them a couple weeks ago. I know. They covered the spread at least. Because you gambled on that game. I just I don't know. The NFL's fun like this. Like, this is the best weekend of football because it's our last weekend of a full days of slate. You got two games right? Saturday, three games Sunday, and one game Monday night. And I don't, you know, I I think I'd rather prefer the three on Saturday than the Monday, but uh, th- this is kind of it. This is the last full weekend of football, and then it's like, okay, a few games next weekend. You can go two Saturday, two Sunday the and, next weekend. And yeah. then it's just conference championship weekend, two games, and then it's two weeks of Hey, they're playing one more game, and they play one more game, and hey, it kind of sucked, and the commercials weren't good, and the concert wasn't entertaining. All right, football season's done. Coming up next, <laughs> spring football. Like we're getting to that point, and I'm I'm excited because I think this weekend's going to be fun. I, I Jacksonville and the Chargers. 
That's the best game of the weekend. It's probably the best game. Yeah, it's probably my favorite game of the weekend. Young quarterbacks, first playoff games, not really sure what to expect on either side. No idea what to expect. I could see either team winning in blowout fashion, in close fashion. Doesn't matter. I could see it happening. And I, I just think both those teams, they Kansas City was a great story. Mahomes is clearly the league MVP. I, I think Cincinnati last year, I think the Chiefs this year t- in some of their games, they've shown a vulnerability, mm-hmm. and I, I think both those teams could go into Arrowhead and do it. Despite yeah. the inexperience of both, I think they could. Yeah, it's going to be interesting this weekend, man, and it's a major bummer that you got two teams who I think would be awesome in the playoffs. They're just, they don't have a quarterback. And see, that's a, like Miami not having a fully healthy Tua sucks because yeah. they beat Buffalo head to head one time. Yep. I gambled against them the second time they went up. They were supposed to play in that frozen tundra game. They covered the spread. They damn near won damn in near Buffalo. Yeah. And Baltimore is a, I mean, we know it, but they are a drastically different team. They beat Cincinnati earlier this year with Lamar Jackson, a quarterback. It was in Baltimore, granted, but just not, I mean, not having him. And again, crazier things can happen, but it's hard to see Anthony Brown going into Cincinnati and winning a game when we just saw that game play out last weekend it's a bummer because baltimore cincinnati would be an amazing game if lamar jackson was healthy and playing and if Tua was 100 percent, i would be looking forward eagerly to that miami buffalo game i saw a map of the united states and they did a geotagging twitter poll and so basically what they do is they see what everybody tags on twitter in this regard and it was a results-based who we think the mvp is in every state in the nfl do you know the state of Oregon based on the, the geotagging of Twitter? Do you know who Oregon thinks is the league MVP? Who? What? Just go, give me a guess. Who Oregon thinks is the league MVP. The state of Oregon in based the on, NFL. Based on geotagging on Twitter. So I don't even know what that sample size is. I mean, I but feel like there's it's either going to be a really dumb answer or a really Homer answer, which might be the same thing. Is it Herbert? It is not Herbert. It was Justin Jefferson. Oh. And then I went, that's ridiculous. And then I thought about it and I went, that's not that ridiculous. Well, <laughs> he is the best player on their team. Yeah, he might end up being the offensive player of the year in the NFL. I, th- I, th- I think my my parlay is done. Yeah, who? what was your parlay again? I had Tyreek Hill for offensive player of the year. Yeah, and he, I had Geno Smith for comeback player of the year. And that feels like Christian McCaffrey is going to win that now. It does, yeah. Because Geno did regress much yeah. against Ken Barkley, who laughed at me when I said that. There was regression there. Ha ha, who's laughing now, Ken? Also, people are saying Brock Purdy could win rookie of the year. Yeah. Six games? I don't know if it's enough. Well, I Because mean, Walker was great. But like, Walker, how many games did Walker play? He got hurt pretty quick. He did. He had over 1,000 yards, though, as a rookie running back. Brees Hall would have been the rookie of the year if he yeah, stayed healthy. Probably. I, um, it might be Brock Purdy. A couple thoughts here. Somebody said, I think the Ravens upset the Bengals. That's a, that's a bold I take, man. I love that. See, but th- this is playoffs, I man. I know. This is, what, this is why I needed to do this segment. I got to get these thoughts out of my mind. I keep wanting to doing like a 16 parlay with all the favorites, and I'm like, you idiot. No! Uh, Chargers in Jacksonville, somebody said. So agreeing with you guys, getting healthy at the right time. Jags yeah. are surging. Uh, they are. They, yeah, nice little. I mean, they were a fumble away from losing to Tennessee and not going to the playoffs, but they are surging. I really believe the 4 5 in the NFC can beat the one next weekend. I really believe it. Another one said Baltimore. They're lurking in the shadows. Defense uh, and, a, and a prayer that Lamar gets back. Plus, the Giants are going to upset Minnesota. So people are people are seeing the upsets this weekend. Rokon Smith got that deal. That was a smart trade by Baltimore. It completely changed their defense. It did. They rewarded him with the contract the Bears were reluctantly did not give him. And maybe, maybe there's more to the Baltimore-Cincinnati game than I'm seeing. The line movement would tell me that Lamar's not playing. 
Um, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But I, I don't have a lot of hopes for that one, but I hope I hope we get a great game. Surprises are great. It's what we love about the NFL playoffs. It's anybody's guess which one it ends up being this weekend. Let's get to your favorite segment's favorite segment, and then coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, some college football notes that relate to Northwest schools. We'll get to those at the bottom of the hour. Status story next on the This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at average, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,137 32 boobs. <laughs> Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible, in case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Come on, do math. The Fan. All right, Stat or Story time. We'll talk some college football at the bottom of the hour. One guy entering the transfer portal that made me do a double take yesterday. A lot of guys not leaving for the NFL draft at Oregon. And maybe a really under-the-radar move that's not getting a ton of attention around the country. Uh, We'll talk some college football at the bottom of the hour. What do we got today, Swag? All right. Uh, Yes, we are diving into Super Wild Card Weekend, so that'll be uh, the theme. Uh, Your first number is 5.1 million. 5.1 million. Is it the amount in dollars of all the bonuses Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith has racked up this season? Story. Or is it the amount of office space and square footage that has been vacated by businesses in downtown Portland over the last three years? I saw this. 26% of our our offices are vacant in downtown right now. I mean, why would you want to own a business in downtown Portland? We're We're in downtown Portland. Yeah, I mean, we're not like a business, though. We're not like a place of people. I'm, you know what I mean? Like a retail shop or a restaurant where yeah. people have to come and go. I know what you mean. Yeah. We're, uh, we're a private company here. Okay. We, we did this stat. We talked about it on Monday or Tuesday. He got $3.1 million in bonuses. That's what it's out. Yeah, so I'm going to go story. story. I'm going to go story. Uh, no, it is a stat. <laughs> no, this is fake. I'm staring at uh, Spot Rack here. He got a week one bonus of 585000 a per game active bonus of 65000 per game that totaled 1.105 uh, for making the Pro Bowl and throwing 20 TD passes he earned five hundred thousand uh, dollars his playing time incentives uh, racked up to a million 
And they were doubled because they made the playoff berth. And he got a million dollars for throwing over 4,000 yards. All told, $5.1 million. Profootballtalk.com. Geno Smith pushes to $3.5 million for incentives after Seahawks clinch playoff spot. <laughs> that was the additional part, not the ones he received during the season. No. In incentives, it pushed him to $3.5 million. We have... Contradictory stories here. I am staring at this well, right, I'm right here. Well, I'm right. You're wrong. Contract so give us the ding. Notes. Give us the ding. Give no. us the ding. We'll just call that one a re-tee, huh? How about a breakfast ball? Uh, 4.1 million square feet of downtown office space has uh, been vacated by tenants over the last three years. Uh, this from a uh, OregonLive.com article. Uh, they noted uh, Big Pink, the U.S. Bank Tower, just lost two <laughs> Big Pink. of its uh, largest tenants. Uh, law firm Miller Nash uh, is heading out and um, survey uh, that company, SurveyMonkey, that does a lot of surveys that you sure. see on Google and stuff. Yeah. They are downsizing and moving so that's a hundred square feet that is now opening up uh, in uh, our largest skyscraper i guess in portland downtown yeah it's uh it's interesting because obviously there's reasons there's not a lot going on in downtown portland but i read a really good piece on the daily beast there's a travel writer and he's very familiar with portland but he wanted to redo portland from a touristy standpoint and he basically was like portland is still a really kick-ass place to go to Mm -hmm. yes and i agree with that just not downtown all the time yeah you don't need to go to that's the cool thing about our city is you don't need to be in the downtown of the city for it to be awesome is still wonderful there's a ton of things that are wonderful oh yeah place agree completely the riverfront it's fantastic oh your next number 3.59 is it the average yards per pass attempt for Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott in Dallas's week one loss to the Buccaneers? Oh, God. Or is it the current average cost of a dozen eggs in the United States, which is nearly double the cost from just a year ago? What was the number? 3.59. Boy, eggs. I buy the the really fancy eggs, so I've noticed the price hike. I feel like eggs are more expensive than that, aren't they? Well, I don't buy no, eggs that often. The, the, you're not an egg family. I'm not, I'm not. It's not that I'm not an egg fan. I just don't eat a lot of eggs. That sounds like you're not an egg fan. I just don't eat a lot of breakfast. Oh well. Uh, but the average price of the eggs has got to be somewhere around there. Yeah, I'm gonna go story. I remember that game. They couldn't move the ball. They got shut out because I bet Dallas money line. I remember that vividly. They did was, score a field goal. They, they, yeah, was it 17-3 was the final yeah. or something? Yeah, they they stunk. I would hope that it's long, more than three yards in attempt. I'm going to go story. Uh, field Yates, by the way, on January 9th, Geno Smith earned all $3.5 million of his possible incentives this season. So there's another one. Um, there are... Those are playing incentives. There's other bonuses. All of his incentives. $3.5 million for all the incentives. Swag is right. His, the, the Spot Track website. So we're, we're believing Spot Track over NBC, Pro Football Talk, and Field Yates of ESPN. There's differences between. I know. Yeah, I get what yeah. you're saying, but I'm just telling you they're both I saying 3.5. I said bonuses, not incentives. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm right. I'm going story. Uh, I'm also going to go stat. Story. Uh, the average cost of it, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Dak was bad, but not that bad. 4.6 yards per attempt. That's my boy. Uh, in that game, he barely threw for 100 yards. If he could not throw a pick six this weekend, it'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah, seven straight weeks, he's thrown a pick. 
uh, which is uh, not quite as bad as Tony Romo's worst streak. Tony Romo had a streak of nine. Nine straight games, Nine really? straight games with the Cowboys when he threw a pick. Yeah, Dak leads the NFL or is tied for the league lead at NFL in picks, and he missed two months. Yeah, he missed five games <laughs> with the injury suffered in that uh, in that week one. So, yeah, a lot of confidence for Cowboy fans. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, $3.59, uh, the national average price for a dozen eggs at the end of the year. That was up $1.72 uh, a year ago. So, Do we not have enough hens out there? How come eggs are so uh, expensive? There is a lingering bird flu outbreak. Ugh. Uh, that is the biggest issue. Obviously, the soaring uh, cost of feed, uh, fuel, and labor costs to get uh, eggs from the farm to said market for okay. purchase. Okay. Um, but yeah, there was. Uh, where's those numbers? When did the Sprague starting their chicken farm? Uh, more than 43 million of the 58 million birds slaughtered over the last year. Uh, had been egg-laying chickens for this bird flu outlet. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of egg-layers bird flu uh, yeah. outbreak. And so that, that's encouraging. Uh, that is uh, currently the issue. Um, you're out there in farm country, man. You can have a little chicken farm. You live right behind a farm. Yeah, I know. We're farm country boys. Are you doing anything? No, I don't like eggs. Oh. I don't want to deal with it. We eat a lot of eggs in our house, and uh, I, I think I'm going to do it this year, but I, I'm I'm weighing if I want to start a chicken coop. First of all, no yeah, experience you need, at all. You need multiple hens and one rooster. Yeah. I have no experience with chickens. I have no idea what to do. Um, I'll be lucky to even build the facility, to be honest with you. I feel like it's pretty easy, isn't it? You kind of get like a box set up. You got to have a little cover, a little chicken wire around it so they can't escape. Well, but also I need to... I need to build it to where my big dog, because he will run there and bark and try to eat them, Yes, cannot do anything. And then also, here's the other part. How would you feel if your neighbor in a... You know, a suburban neighborhood suddenly got a chicken coop right next to your fence. That probably bothers you a little bit, right? It starts smelling like chicken crap. You hear this. Start hearing these weird bird noises. I I don't know if that would bother Uh, me. Plus, you have the uh, rooster letting you know when when the sun's coming up. That's going to be fun. My old neighbors had goats. That didn't bother me too much. They build a little stanchion for them, and they climb up on top and look into my backyard. Yeah. You kind of chuckle. But being at your your last house a couple times, I remember just hearing, like, a kid scream. And you'd be like, no, those are the cubs. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was that. But, I, you know, one lady to my left, her fence got blown down. She's out in her garden all the time. She gave us peppers last year. She's a nice woman. The people behind us light off a lot of illegal fireworks every single chance of a holiday they can. Uh-huh. And the people to our right stole my basketball and refused to give me it back. <laughs> but the problem is the only place for a chicken coop is on the lady that garden side that's very nice to us, and I don't want to upset her with this. Okay, people are correcting you too, Swag, uh, saying that you do not need a you do not need the rooster. You just need the hens. Well, how do they start laying eggs? I'm just reading the text line. Here. Sounds like you've been wrong multiple times in this segment, big boy. Maybe they're just, like the Virgin Mary. What do once. I know? How did it happen? You got divine eggs, the golden eggs. What are we doing? It's immaculate, okay? Uh, people also saying that if you get chickens, yeah. uh, you get a lot of rats. Yeah, because they try to eat all the... Try to eat the egg stuff. I guess. I also have a cat that likes to go outdoors, so I, I think I solved my rat problem with that. <laughs>
Somebody said they sued their neighbor for having a chicken coop. I need answers. This is kind of my problem. Is why do chick- do chickens really bother neighbors that much? Does it Dude, smell that bad? Have you been next to a chicken coop? I've seen they, them. I've never lived be, next to one. It can be noisy. They can too. smell. And they can okay. be a little noisy and. And I don't want to put it next to the the nice lady. Not yeah. that my other neighbors are mean, but like the side that stole my basketball. I really want to fight them, and I can't. So I'd want to place it on that side, but my yard, the way it's set up, wouldn't allow a chicken coop on that side. <laughs> he said you eat unfertilized egg swag. That's, that's okay. I'm Just, not a farmer. Not a good segment for clearly, you here. Clearly an urban cowboy. Yep. God, come on. Your final number is 23. <laughs> okay, 23. The urban cowboy thing, by the way. We have a listener that told me last night, you're his favorite despite you being a duck. That's right. And I have a, a sneaking suspicion it's because you claim this urban farmer bull crap. Yeah. I mean, he's a big Chris Stapleton fan. What can I say? We'll put our boots All right. on. Go line dance. 23. Is it the number of touchdown passes Josh Allen has thrown against the Miami Dolphins so far in his NFL career? As okay. those two teams face off in the Say line. the number one more time. 23. 23. Or is it the age of the newly appointed mayor of West Lynn, the youngest ever in the city's oh. history? I feel like this is a story. Did you see that? I don't know. I know he's super young. I saw this. I can't remember the specific age. He's in his early 20s. I know that. And I'm taking a shot in the dark. Give me story. Give me story, Bob. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Josh Allen has thrown 27 touchdown passes in his career against the Dolphins. 27 tutties. 27 tutties. Looking for a few more. He's going to get them. He's going to get them. The Dolphins are going to roll over in this game. So, yes. uh, With... uh, the sitting Westland mayor, Jules Walters, resigned December 5th as she was elected uh, to the state legislature. Uh, the mayor's seat was needed to be filled. Mm-hmm. And so the members appointed 23-year-old Rory Bialystowski to the position, making him the, uh, the youngest ever mayor. In the city's history. Yeah, this is somebody texted it in. He he looks like he's 15. He's a, he's a young-looking 23 Yeah, he was elected to the city Rory council Bialotsky. when he was 21, youngest ever. How do you say his name? Bialatsky? Bialostoski. Bialostoski. Yes. Holy crap, he looks yeah. like he's 10. Yeah. So, yeah, That's he, the will, uh, he graduated in he 2018 that? from Westland High School. And he's what? already the mayor of the city. Yep. How, who, who ran against him? Yeah. Is he a Democrat or Republican? It says Jules Walters for West Lynn. Okay. She was the outgoing mayor. Oh, okay. She got elected to the state legislature, and so they recently appointed. Oh, it looks like a real old guy ran. It looked so, yeah. like he beat. <laughs> well, I'm not going to name names because I just called him an old guy, but he looks like somebody I know. Well, so while he was a student at West Lynn, uh, he actually went to city council meetings. Uh, he was advocating for more street parking around the high school. Uh, then he <laughs> sued a previous city council president for withholding public records. Wow. Rep- represented himself at the county court. Wow. That's um, impressive, man. Save the legal fees. I like yeah, it. So, so, yeah. And there he goes. He's, uh... But how does... But here's here's the question. And maybe we'd know this as soon as we talk to him. It sounds like he's a really smart guy. Are you comfortable? Like, I, I know we're going through an era where we both love our old presidents who probably should not be president in any way for, for vastly different reasons, cognitive reasons. 
But like, are we comfortable with a 23-year-old running a city? Yeah, what the hell? What do we got to lose? So he graduated from Lewis and Clark in May. He's working full-time as a paid intern for a law firm. He's wow. a pioneer, huh? So he's uh, he's, he's all in and uh, fully you know, dedicated. There's a big, been a big push over there to change the name. They don't want to be Lewis and Clark anymore. Where do they want to be? Uh, maybe Sacagawea? I don't know. Was Lewis and Clark racist? I mean, they lived in the 1700s, so yeah. Go ahead, take a guess. Well, but America told me that there's a coin with Zach and Jawea, and she was on the trek. She she was on the trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was on the trek. Where was she? Probably not in a great spot. Uh, somebody said somewhere out there, Papa Swag probably has his head in his hands after his son questioning how do you get eggs with no rooster. <laughs> somebody said roosters are illegal in most city limits. Swagard. Can't have a cock. God, what the hell's the no matter with you over in there? The city limits. Jesus. Can you imagine that every day? <laughs> like a damn lost boy out here just crowing in the trees. I can't wait till you get chickens and you start bringing in eggs every day. <laughs> you think I'm not... I know people that get chickens and they eventually get to one like, Anybody want eggs? Yeah, you eventually get overwhelmed by the amount of... I think you would get overwhelmed. I, I, I don't know if this is going to make me... We eat eggs probably almost every day. Everyday egg guy? Every day. It is a staple in our house. You ever eat them raw? You ever do that in like a shake? Isn't that supposed to be good for you? Like Rocky? You go Rocky Balboa though? No, I suck down an egg. No. I say nineteen eighty two, buddy. I don't I don't want salmonella. Builds character. Twenty three years old as a mayor. Now I kinda wanna run for mayor. Who's mayor of my place? What's your city? What are you actually? Are you technically are you in technically a I'm city? Damascus. Dema- yeah, who's the mayor? Uh, you want me to look up the mayor of Damascus? You guys I, can do that in the break. White guy with a beard. <laughs> like every other neighbor I have. I feel like I'd be a good mayor. Why do you think that? Because I'm smart. <laughs> uh, you did a segment basically looking for gambling advice today. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what you'd be like well, as I'm a mayor. I'm trying to fund my candidacy here, okay? Trying to fund my candidacy. Um, all right, hey, uh, let's get to a couple of college football notes, including one under-the-radar thing, a player transferring, players returning. Lots to get to. We'll get to it next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, the sun is shining this morning, so that's cool. How about a bit of good news? DeMar Hamlin has been discharged from the hospital. He's going home. Good for him. He's already home. Well, he was at a hospital in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, he got transferred to a hospital in Buffalo. They had to work through that. And then once he got there, they wanted to keep observing. And uh, he is going home. So very good news. Uh, I'd be curious if he ends up being, I don't know if he, you know how mobile he is and all that. If he'd probably maybe be at the playoff game this weekend, maybe waving a flag or up in a booth somewhere, kind of get the crowd fired up. I'd prefer him to 
Stay home. You just want to stay home? Yeah. Just, just stay home? Okay. It'd be cool. I, I wonder if they'll do I, – I think I suggested this before their last game. I wonder if he'll do, like, a video thing this time now that he's home. Yeah, I just found out – sorry, I got distracted. Yeah, you had a look on your face. <laughs> the Netflix show, <laughs> the PGA Tour golf show, I didn't – I missed this this morning. Their trailer came out. The show's coming out on February 15th. I'm fired up. That's like a month away. Squirrel. <laughs> Sorry, golf else. on Netflix. Squirrel. Nobody else excited for that. Really excited. Should I mean, we I should mean. we pull the promo and play it on the show? I'm excited, but you literally just like <laughs> stopped doing the show and was like, <gasps> and um, I was just I thought maybe there's big break. Have you news. seen what the producer of that show has said? Yeah, he says it's gonna be the he same. He said, as "Get your popcorn ready. It's gonna be great." You picked good. a hell of a year to start following the PGA Tour. The first guy that shows up in it is Ian Poulter. You see, Ian Poulter, uh, yeah, I'm going to get on a side tangent here, so I'm going to go ahead and refocus. Why don't you just keep going? Refocus, because no, we got to talk college football, Bob. Why, why can't you do what you want? Uh, it's because your segment. It's not all about me, man. It's not all about me. It should always be about me, but it's not about what me. What interests you interests me. Uh, did you know Cam McCormick is entering the transfer portal? Uh, yeah. Ten-year vet. <laughs> he gets the vet minimum. Hangs on somewhere. Is he older than Stetson Bennett? He's 27. He is. Wow. Uh, yeah, is he, he, might he really 27? Is he really? Is it you really? You said tw- that earlier, and you said it with such confidence that I just assumed you were right. <laughs> well, I don't think he's quite. I don't think he's quite. Isn't this year eight? I think he's going into year eight. Okay, so he's what 25? Well, if he was 18, 26? let's say he was 18 when he entered, that would wow. make him 26. Yeah. Yeah, he was in. A t- he graduated high school in 2016. Sure. So he's Stetson Ben. He's 25, 26. 25, 26. Yeah. yeah and he's yeah. going to play another season, hopefully in Corvallis. I think he technically might even have two more years of eligibility left. Oh. Yeah. Two more years? I think so. So, wait, not counting this coming year? Well, he redshirted in 2016. You can't make this make sense. No matter how many times you say this, you can't make it make sense that somebody that graduated in 2016 somehow yeah. gets nine years or 10 years of eligibility. Because he's only. Uh, so, the COVID year doesn't count. Okay, there he can and get his, all and, of his entire Oregon career. He played in 22 games. Yeah, and he can yeah. get an. He's extra been there since 2016. Medical sure. red shirt. Medical red shirt. So there's two years. He got multiple medical red shirts. Yeah. How do you get multiple season-ending injuries? He didn't play. I didn't know that was possible. He, he had one year one. where he came in in 2018. He had one catch. He got hurt out for the season, and they gave him a medical red shirt. The same thing happened in 2021, uh, where he had the one catch that we, I think it was the Ohio State game he played, got a catch, and then he missed the rest of the season with an injury. Well, there's scuttlebutt. You guys could be converting a defensive lineman to tight end. Oh, who are we converting? I haven't, se- I haven't seen that. Yeah. He wants to play tight end. There's a scuttlebutt. I'd prefer to have the defensive line help. Lord knows we need it. Uh, there was some good news on the defensive front. So Casey Rogers yesterday announced that he was coming back for another year. Just one of those kind of unsung, under-the-radar D-linemen. Uh, Brandon Dorless, though, was the big one. Yeah. Because everybody wondered, is he going to go to the NFL? So their defensive line is mostly outside. DJ Johnson left. He's going to the NFL. He didn't play in the bowl game. Outside of that, they're going to basically have everybody back. They brought in all these uh, recruits. And so they're going to be deep and uh, talented. We'll wait and find out on that note because the defensive line was not very good last year. Uh, but they're going to have a lot of bodies to rotate through. So if somebody's not playing well, you can quickly bench them and move to another player if you want to. Can I throw this out there, though, as a super under-the-radar move that happened yesterday that I feel like should be maybe getting more? Maybe I'm giving it too much credit. Uh, It was announced yesterday out of the SEC. Spencer Rattler's coming back for another year at South Carolina. And South Carolina finished the season really strong. They smoked Tennessee. Uh, they, They beat Clemson on the road at Clemson. I can't remember if they ended up winning or losing their bowl game. They smoked Tennessee without Hooker. Well, Hooker played like the first half. They were up, and he was playing in that game. They scored like 70 points on them. 
And look, Rattler wasn't great at the start of the year, but there's a kind of a growing sentiment of, hey, Beamer's got him going in the right direction. I don't know. I thought that was kind of a big announcement under the radar. SEC quarterbacks are largely going to be gone. Tennessee's losing their guy. Alabama, Bryce Young's gone. Uh, Stetson Bennett at 37 is finally moving on to the NFL. Like Florida, Anthony Richardson's gone. Are you trying to believe into South Carolina winning I'm not the believing SEC? in that, but I'm saying could there be a team that's under the radar that's better than we think going into the year? South Carolina could be. They're not going to beat Alabama or, or Georgia. Nobody will. So then, no. <laughs> but could they be a 10-win team out of the SEC? I think the answer is yes. Maybe. I don't know. Well, you just poo-pooed my Spencer. Should I go back to golf now? You poo-pooed my I college mean, the, football segment? You poo-poo, you poo-pooed your own segment with the golf excitement, and then you pivoted out of the golf excitement into Cam McCormick playing nine years. February 15th, man. The tour is in great shape. I'm actually in a survivor pool this year. I'm doing a golf survivor pool. Oh, look at that. I think it's as simple as you pick a guy to make a cut, and if he makes the cut, you you advance. But okay, okay. I'm not seeing any rules against picking, like, John Rahm every week. <laughs> Why would you not just pick John Rahm every single week? Right? Well, he won't be entered in every single tournament. Well, sure. Okay, then I'll pivot to Rory. I just... have the elevated tournaments now, though. That turned out well for him in week one. Like, when's the last time... Everybody I, I, except for Colin Morikawa. Well, yeah, you know. 63 holes, he was great. You get most of those upper echelon names. Like, how rare is it for them to to not make a cut? It happens. I, I know it happens. But, but it's not a regular Well, you, you what you have to watch, too, is the weeks. So sometimes there's, like, when you have the match play event where it's a, a limited field, there's a, there's a other event, like the Punta Canta championship out in Puerto Rico I or the I love Dominican. the Punta Canta. Yeah. Big Punta Canta guy. Big so Punta. Do you I have to Punta. pick those both? Because that'll be everybody else that wasn't in the top 64 people to get into the match play event or something like that. Huh. Now I'm worried I'm losing $10. <laughs> now, now you've stressed me out. Well, we need to go to commercials so I can watch this Netflix trailer for the uh, PGA Tour Golf Show coming out February 15th. Very excited. Very exciting news this morning. You so badly want... It's funny. You're, this is your NBA. I'm fighting my You instincts. want everybody in in the America to care about this to the level that you do. I do. And I, I love that. I really do. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait. And we have a bit of breaking news out of the National Football League. We will close up there next. I've quote tweeted the Netflix trailer if you want a little morning chub at Dieter Johnson on Twitter. Go check it out. The name of the show is kind of dumb. They named it Full Swing. That's kind of stupid. But I'm excited nonetheless. What would you have called it? I don't know. Golf. Go, go for... What's the name of the race car? Which is Formula One? Does it have like another F1. name though? Just F1? Um... Yeah, I think it's just called the F1 series. Is it like Drive to Survive? Oh, that might be it. Is it? Let me see. Because that, that people yeah, Drive rave. to Survive. F Formula One, Drive to Survive. Have you guys ever watched it? Uh, McGinley highly advises it. Now, I, is he a race car guy, or is he some of these one of these guys that got roped into it because it's good? He went in completely blind and unaware of F1 and the world in which it is, and he. Well, said I think he, got he is a race car guy, though. I like he goes. I know he went when NASCAR, the Indy cars, or whatever. Were he out told of me. I mean, he told me to watch it because he's like, I didn't care about this, and then I watched it, and now I'm obsessed. And people in the golf world are hoping it happens like the same. Like people who love golf are going to watch golf. We all know it. Follow the sport and weekend, you know, weekend and week out. Can you rope in the non-golf bro? Because it has been huge for F1 ratings. Huge. Well, yeah. Now there's podcasts and shows created thing, now of people following it, and they have no knowledge of the show. I got a cousin that when I see him, he always wants to talk about F1. 
F1. I'm like, dude, I don't know anything about F1. My aunts, my aunts do the same thing about NASCAR, and I'm like, I don't know anything about NASCAR. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I, this is a, You might as well be talking about a foreign language to me. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Uh, let's get to some uh, news out of the NFL. Not really surprising to anybody, but it is official. We have an answer. Uh, who will start a quarterback for the Miami Dolphins this weekend? And the answer is not Tua Tunga by Aloha. Yeah. He's out. They officially have ruled him out. Skylar Thompson? They are now preparing as if Skylar Thompson yeah. will play their playoff game. Hammer the Bills. So, Skylar Thompson cannot complete a pass. If you're looking to get something done on the honey-do list, let me just get, I'm going to go ahead and get this scheduling conflict out of the way right now. Uh, that's the early Sunday game. That is the early Sunday yeah. morning game. So you got Giants and Vikings. It starts at 1.30. I don't know how to feel about Ravens Bengals. We went over that earlier. But, yeah, 10 a.m. is your morning Miami-Buffalo game. So if you got anything to do this weekend, do it Sunday morning. Uh, I follow up a couple gambling people. One of them said somebody just wagered $880,000 on the Ravens with the points. In Indiana, that's a that's a big bet. Eight hundred and eighty thousand dollars. That's yeah, a big that's, bet. That's a lot of money on the Ravens to cover a touchdown spread. You see, Mattress, Mattress Mac made a big bet on TCU to win the national championship. Game. Yeah, and like people were acting like he was so dejected and oh, he lost three million. He just won like seventy five million from the World Series watching his team win. By the way, we didn't even talk about Carlos Correa today. Yeah, he's going yeah, back he to the Twins. Has a home now. Is it official? Has he yeah, signed? No. It's signed. Physicals done. Well, passing, he passed the physical, passing so passing now it's, it's just deal. dotting okay. I's and crossing T's. Passon said it's a done deal. He said it about seven a.m. today. He passed the physical for them, which they probably fudged it. Well, it's Minnesota too. Like they don't. They probably yeah, don't really care. He's already been the playing there. He's there to there. It's like, yeah, what the it's hell? It's good news for the Twinkies. They don't I, get this very often. I need. I needed that to happen. I needed it to to flame out in another city. Because that was that was pretty rough. He's go still going to get two hundred million. He is, but and it's not quite three hundred. What was the first the Giants? Three fifty or something. Diddy? That's one hundred fifty million dollars. I mean, and what seven years of the contract? Seven. Years. Seven was it? Because it was like a thirteen-year three fifty. Yeah, deal, it was wasn't thirteen it? with the Giants. And this it is going to be eleven and three fifteen with the Mets. And this is six for two hundred. Yeah, I guess he jacked up his leg early in his career. He broke his leg when he was in the minor leagues, and it never they did never recovered it the proper way. You ever think about if you would pass a physical right now for a team? <laughs> I was thinking about this because I, I read that Carlos Correa had the leg thing. and I Because people keep asking. Like I got a text group that's like, yo, he cannot pass a physical. He can't. And I, I've been wondering, how would I do if I had a lot of money on the line? <laughs> what would show up in your contract? And Odyssey's physical? like, yo, you need to pass a physical for us and then we'll give you the money. <laughs> I think they would find early onset arthritis in my left knee and they'd go, nah, you're no. damaged goods, buddy. You can't hear anything anymore. There's nothing going in, nothing going out. God. You're slightly obese. Like, we're not signing you to a contract. I'm Boy. talking about me there, not you. <laughs> I don't know, man. You could be talking about me too. I don't, I don't know anymore. No, you're back to a healthy playing weight. I, I'm getting there, yeah. I've been hitting yeah. the gym pretty hard. I, I will say, Swag, since the egg conundrum, this has not been a good finish of the show for you. You've had a lot of, well, wait, uh, I don't know. He's questioning everything he knows now. He is. It's the whole rooster thing. It threw him off his game. That's the oracle in him. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll happen from time to time. Would you pass a physical? No, I would not pass a physical. What, no. what, what, what area of your body? Because mine would be my left knee. They'd be like, that's a bad knee. Uh, my knees are horrible. My shoulders are horrible. I can't hear anything, and I'm overweight. Where do you want to begin? Let's start with the weight. Why do you think? <laughs> Why do you think? Well, here's the deal. I like a lot of red meat, and I don't exercise as much as I should. Swag, would you pass a physical? Um, 
Well, for being a 50-year-old person, probably. Yeah. What's your biggest aches and pains? What would the red flag be? Yeah, what's the area of the physical? That you oh, go, oh this probably. I Well, they'd be most concerned, obviously, with family history with my heart. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm, That'll do it. Um, but, yeah, I'm a little overweight. Mm. But I don't have any, I don't have any big... I don't think I have any joint issues. Well, that's good. I mean, thank your lucky stars for that. I haven't had any surgeries or issues before that. It sucks to have an achy knee. It really does. Yeah, knees are no good. I, I, every time I get into some sort of like lower stance and then get back up, (laughs) that didn't make a lot of sense. But my knees, when you like do a squat or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My my knees will like every time. It's like, yeah, but like I'm talking about, like I go up my stairs and my knee hurts. I'm like kind of doing like a bow-legged like one leg like why are you limping right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh that's about it. That's all I got. I ran out of gas. What are we watching on TV tonight? Do we got anything on the sports calendar that we're keeping an eye on? Uh Swag's so watching the Kraken, I know that. Hopefully you're watching They're the, off tonight. No, they're off they played back to back. Hopefully you're watching the Jack Ramsey podcast when we do that. That's are you guys first. doing an episode tonight? We haven't done one in a while. His computer broke. Um, Danny's computer broke? Yeah, like a week. God, Danny, what are we doing, buddy? You I, need that thing. I don't know. It just randomly broke on him. So we're doing oh. our first episode in a while. Okay. Obviously a lot to talk about with that. And then after that, uh, there's nothing really on. I mean, I'm looking at the NBA slate. There's no, uh, Well, you got Suns and Nugs on ESPN at 7. Yeah, the ESPN Suns just played last night. Bucks and Hawks. Like, yeah, I don't really Hawks don't do it. I always, I always like watching Giannis play. Yeah, it's true. I watched, those of you uh, with the past, maybe Pelicans, Celtics could be interesting. I don't. How healthy are the Pelicans right now? Uh, they're, Zion's hurt. They're banged up a little bit. Um, your Maple Leafs are on TNT at four thirty. I might dive into the Sam Cooke documentary. You should watch it. It's really good. Well, I was gonna watch it yesterday, uh-huh. and then I watched our old buddy. You remember Andrew Santino? Yeah, Cheeto Santino. I do. He was a great guest on the show. He's blown up. He's a big comedic, uh, comedic name. He's got a special out on Epic. Ended up watching that called Cheeseburger. Is it good? It's really good. good for him, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, watch this. I'm curious if you think Sam Cooke was murdered or not. So that's the whole basis. I didn't even of, know how he died. Well, yeah, you'll find out, and wow. you'll be like, whoa, there's something going on there. So when you watch it, it'll, uh, it'll raise some red flags for you. Uh, that'll do it for us. We have Brady Henderson on earlier this morning to cover the Seahawks and 49ers game. Go check that out. Thurton Sprague and out 1080 The Fan. And if you missed anything else on the show, check the pod. We talked a lot about the Blazers in the second hour and what the hell is going on with them after losing to Orlando. That will do it for us today. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Calling us next. Listening to 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 